world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of apps. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. And we have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalizing spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you.
Good morning, everybody. Welcome. <clears throat> Welcome to everybody's favorite show on the Red Pill Project, Morning Coffee with Andrea and Vince. My name is Vince Taglavia. I'm here with Andrea, as always, my co-host. Good morning, Andrea. Good morning. Wow, what an entrance that was. Yeah, that was by Lauren Eve on um, Twitter. Lauren 3 ve that so, was a powerful video, wasn't it? Yeah, follow her. Great videos um, all the time. So thank you, yeah. Lauren Eve, for the intro video here today. Perfect start. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> real quick, we're live every day, Monday through Friday, 8.30 a.m. Pacific, 11.30 a.m. Eastern, to bring you the news and events of the day. Andrea and I are just an average Jane and average Joe. We go back and forth on what we see give you our opinions, our assessments, and our understandings of what is occurring in Wonderland. Yep. So, and while we do it, we have our morning coffee. So make sure you get your hot drink. We got a big, important day ahead of us. It's Friday. It's June 3rd, 2022. And uh, it's time to lighten up, unwind, don't take life too seriously. Have good days, roll into the weekend, and continue life to the best of our abilities. Exactly. Which is why we named our episode Humor Amidst Chaos, because that pretty much about sums up what we're going through. So you always, if you know, laughter, they say laughter is the best medicine, right? Yeah. And so it's one of those things where you, no matter what you're going through, you could always find something to laugh about if you want. Yeah. And it's important to remember that. Right. It helps remind us that there's more to life than just chaos and destruction. And laughter's contagious, so that's the cool thing it about is. it. Yep. All right. Um, <clears throat> you guys, just so you're aware, as many of you are, but if you're new, amidst of the news that we are going to review, there are parody articles, there are jokes. There are things that uh, are parody. So, just so you're aware, we're not taking today too seriously. We're going to go through the news. There is some important stuff, but we're going to have fun along the way. It's Friday, all right? That's what we do, because otherwise we'll lose our damn minds. So join us in the frivolousness of the Friday morning coffee show. (laughs) <laughs> this is my favorite day of the week. I always look forward to Fridays. I Heck sit yeah. here and I chuckle all morning. So. <laughs> and then I get to do it all over again when I share it with you. <laughs> yeah, and you guys remember tonight we have um, conversations on the fringe. Joshua Reed, he's looking to have a guest on, maybe do some open lines with you all. Call in, have some fun. So, you know, we're just getting started. We're going all day, and we're ending the day on a good note with Fringe, and then Fringe After Dark. Come on. Fridays are the best. They are. I love Fridays. They're my favorite day of the week. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, so let's jump into it, eh? Let's do it. Are you Canadian this morning? I'm feeling very Canadian. You are? You're going to start hanging a maple leaf? Am I going to come on Monday you're going to have a maple leaf behind you? <laughs> I love I love Canada. Well, you are pretty close to Canada. We may need you to send you on some rescue missions here soon. 
<laughs> I know. The Underground Railroad. <laughs> Fuck. I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, are we going to have to have an Underground Railroad to Canada to help our brothers and sisters over there? We might. And I live in Montana, which is um, right close you. to Canada, too. So I'm going to, one of these days, we're going to go on a recon mission. And I'm going to hijack yeah. Randy Kelly. And we're going <laughs> to save our Canadian brothers and sisters that are above us. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> He doesn't know that yet. Well, he does now. He's listening, but he better work on that that uh, Chevy he's trying to rebuild. <laughs> Newsflash. Came up without. <laughs> right? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> he says, hey, now. <laughs> I'm just volunteering you. It's your public duty, your civic duty. <laughs> Don't resist. Yeah, resistance is futile. <laughs> He's like, damn it! I wish I would. I wish you would have never moved here. <laughs> All right, let's get into the news. <laughs> Starting with finance, uh, it's not good. Look how red it is today. Holy guacamole! Ugh. The S and P five hundred is down one point eight five percent. Dow is down over one percent. Nasdaq is down two point eight four percent. And crude oil is at $119, actually up. You know, do, you know, do you notice the pattern of this? It goes green one day, red the next, green one day, red the next. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Pretty much. But, uh, okay, real quick. Gold is $1,858. Silver is 22 bucks, And Bitcoin is 29445 Ooh, it's on its way down to 27,000, kind of like Josh Paul, I think. It is. I want to look at the S&P 500 on the one-week chart. Uh, Yeah, so this week has been relatively flat. We'll probably end on a nice, good, negative week. So, well, maybe. Right now we're still positive for the week, but eh, we might end end positive. We'll see, but uh, definitely not a great week. Nope. They're trying. They're trying. I don't think they can hold it up much longer. I don't think so either. And you know who opinion. else? You know who agrees with you on that? Elon Musk. I do yeah. yeah. Elon Musk says that this week he has had a super bad feeling about the economy and asked the leadership of his electric car company, Tesla, to pause all hiring worldwide. Um, according to a report by Reuters, must send an email to a senior leadership expressing his concern and indicating that he feels the need to reduce the company's workforce by as much as 10% currently, which would be um, approximately 10,000 jobs that are lost. <clears throat> so in a nation, and of course, this is worldwide. So he does have plants in Germany and China and stuff like that, too. But um, he says the Tesla shares were trading about three and a half percent down in pre-market Friday morning after the report of the hiring freeze and possible layoffs were made public. So mm-hmm. he's not liking the looks of this, um, and he's not the only one that's calling for this. It says Musk's dismal financial forecast appears to echo recent comments from executives, including J.P. Morgan, Chase and Company CEO Jamie Dimon, and Goldman Sachs president John Waldron. Both men have warned of an impending recession for the U.S. Yeah. You know, quite honestly, if these men are calling for a recession, you better listen. Because yeah. these are some of the top executives in the world, not just the U.S., but in the world. Yeah. <clears throat> so 
Um, and top trolls. Yes. So he said he needs to cut the staff. He has a super bad feeling. He also went on to... Um, oh, man, I don't have the tweet here. But he went on Twitter, and he's talking about this. And he said that... Um, Everybody needs to come into the office. Nobody can work yes. remote any longer. Yep. And he said, you need to work a minimum of 40 hours in the Tesla office. This is far less than we ask of any of our factory workers. <laughs> and people started bitching. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to die. Yeah, he's not him to leave. He's like, if you don't want to be here 40 hours a week, leave. He actually, the direct <laughs> quote is, go pretend to work somewhere else. If you don't show <laughs> exactly. up. If you don't show up, we're going to consider you to have abandoned your job. Yep. And I'm sure there's plenty of people who would happily take any of those positions without oh, yeah. thinking twice, especially in this economy. Right? Well, and especially working for somebody like Elon. I'm sure that there, he offers a fair wage and phenomenal benefits. I mean, Tesla yeah. is... A lot of people like him do. That's how they get people to work for them is by offering phenomenal benefits and pay. So, Yeah, so interesting. The writing is on the wall, people. I'm it, sure you all are, you are aware. Uh, Andrea, take it away. Let's get fun. Let's get silly. All right. This is from the Babylon Bee. So it is a parody article titled Janet Yellen seen reading economics for dummies. I don't know that this really so much as parody as it is truth, honestly, but it says Washington, D.C. After admitting on national television that she had not anticipated the intensity and length of American inflation pains, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen was seen in her office pouring over a copy of economics for dummies. The secretary hired for her brilliance and possessing a checklist of acceptable physical characteristics has been praised for her renewed desire to understand how money works. Huh, I was way off when I said inflation risks were small and manageable, Yellen was overheard muttering to herself while using a crayon to circle the book's key principles about how money does not grow on trees. My staff should read this brilliant work of economic genius once they've finished the Communist Manifesto. The Biden administration reportedly stands by retaining... Janet Yellen is Treasury Secretary, starting with a snort that replacing her with some white dude would throw off their very important gender diversity ratio. At publishing time, Secretary Yellen has finished economics for dummies, dummies and with a firm grasp on high school level finance, fired her team of economic advisors, Mr. Magoo, Gonzo, and the Marx Brothers. Mr. Magoo, of course. <laughs> yeah, Gonzo. <laughs> Gonzo is right. Is that the puppet? The blue one with the long nose. Anyway, you know, I, I don't think what it's a bad idea for her to read economics for dummies. She obviously has a little understanding oh of uh, finance and yeah. economics. So she needs to study. She needs to just resign and probably, maybe, I don't know, uh, blow the whistle. You know, I put out a tweet yesterday and I, because somebody said that and I said, I don't disagree with you. I'm like, but have you noticed that every time the Biden administration replaces somebody that the person that's next in line is more communist than the last? Yeah. yeah. Just an observation. They're all maximum commies. Maximum communists. Yeah, and every time someone goes, a new communist that's a worse replaces them. Way worser, as Janet Yellen would say. 
<laughs> way worse, sir. <laughs> what an idiot. It's way badder. <laughs> way more badder. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is funny. Beta, Mr. Beta O'Rourke is uh we're getting into the u.s net news now you guys uh so uh here's a little parody video beta is he a beta fish or a beta male beta male <laughs> oh what's a candidate known for climbing onto counters do to kick it up a notch that's beto o'rourke climbing on top of a minivan his campaigns to address a crowd Monkey on the car. I love how I love how the Brits say "fuck off." Fuck off. And it's even funnier when it's their children. <laughs> yeah, so adorable. I'm gonna be blaming you later if I wander around my house all day with a freaking British accent going "fuck off." Just insulting people as cute as possible. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if the driver comes, I'm like "fuck off." <laughs> All right, <laughs> monkey on a car. Yeah, so so cute. I love that. That's hilarious. This is why I like Fridays. All right, moving on. What a disgrace that guy is, Be right? Beto. What kind of name is that anyway? I don't know. All right, this is not so funny. Global elites converge on Washington D.C. for Builder Bilderberg Group meeting. So what a broader no. roller coaster of emotion. Right? You're like laughing, now you're crying. Sorry. <laughs> uh, global elites representing business, politics, big tech, media, and academia are now in Washington, D.C. for the 68th annual meeting of the Bilderberg Group. Um, they're, some of their keynote people invited to this out of the 120 are Pfizer CEO, hmm, interesting, Alberta Bourla, Henry Kissinger, former CIA head David Petraeus, Former Google CEO Eric Schmidt, Senator Kristen Sinema, and CIA Director William Burns. Gee, that just sounds like a bowl full of fun, doesn't it? No, I do not uh, want to be associated with any of those people. No. So some of the some of the key things that they're going to be talking about or topics include geopolitical realignment, NATO challenges, China, Indo-Pacific realignment, Sino-U.S. tech competition, Russia. Continuity of government and the economy, which I find interesting they're talking about the continuity of government. Disruption of the global finance system, disinformation, of course, energy security and sustainability, of course, post-pandemic health, go figure, fragmentation of dem democratic societies. That one's interesting. Trade and deglobalization, and then Ukraine. Um, don't expect any notes to come out of this because they never release anything. Because they're unelected and they're trying to control the world. Oh, fuck them. Yep. So. Monkeys in a meeting. Fuck off. Fuck off. <laughs> Majority of Democrats strengthened their convictions of widespread fraud in 2020 election after watching 2000 Mules. Good. 
Democrats are watching this. This is a good, this is Ooh. good. Yes. Because it shows that even the left is sitting there going, what the hell just happened? They're like, oh, fuck. I think we actually did steal the election. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. What else? Of- what else are the conspiracy theorists write about? Right? Exactly. Um, you know, and this just goes to show you that people on both sides are waking up. And they're, you know, that's the problem in this country is with the divide that we have, right? The Republicans versus Democrats and stuff. Um, I know people who are Democrats, not very many, because that's not in my, my, I don't have a very big circle, so. But um, the people that I know that are Democrats are just normal, everyday citizens who um, want good things for the world. Yeah. They just have a different way of looking at things than I do. Um, but overall, they pretty much want the same thing. They want low gas prices. They want low energy costs. They don't want inflation. You know, they don't want any of this stuff. Yeah, they want freedom and this stuff. Well, yeah, they want their guns. They want their freedom. They want to be left alone. You know, um, they just want to see the world a better place. Same as we do. Most we just have... Yeah, most of them. I'm not talking about. I'm talking about your everyday normal yeah. people that are Democrats. I'm not talking about Antifa radicals. and radical terrorist groups and organizations that are hijacking our youth. And unfortunately, that is happening because, in my opinion, in this country, we have Republicans. We have, or I would say, you have conservatives, you have liberals, and then you have radical extremists. And those people are on both sides of the fence. Yeah. Um. I don't think there's anything wrong with the conservatives or the liberals other than that we disagree on how to get from point A to point B. Um, It's really the radical extremists on both sides of the fence, left and right, that are causing the problems. And they're a small majority of this country. Well, that is not the root of the problem, though. No, it's not. No. But it is perpetuating the um, chaos that we see. The crazies are being weaponized to perpetrate the chaos by... These Bilderbergers. This is part of their freaking plan. This is why they're meeting. This is what they're trying to do. This is part of their destabilization of the democracies. It's a scam. We need to unite with our brothers and sisters, even if they have been a little bit brainwashed. It's okay. We still love them. We've we've all been a little bit brainwashed before, especially... There's people on the right who are brainwashed. I talk yes. to conservatives all day, every day that are brainwashed, and I'm just like, when are you going to get it? Yeah, it's tough, but we gotta we gotta push through. The grass is always greener, um, but in this case, it actually is. So we need to win. Democrat-led January sixth committee to hold prime time hearing next week to update public on findings. Oh my God! Here we go. Next week's gonna be a shit show with January sixth news. Just so you guys are aware. And it's supposed to be, I think, on. I read the Thursday at 8 p.m. I'm assuming that's yep. Eastern time. Mm-hmm. So this is going to be, be prepared. You're going to see, um, I think, an uptick in chaos this yeah. coming week. And you're going to, a lot of it well, is honestly, it's going to be perpetrated and then blamed on the right mm-hmm. because of this. This, and so this yeah. is part of their plan because why else would they make a public public scene with this? There's no reason for that. Publicity they can do what study. they're going to do behind closed doors. 
and this is ammunition. Yeah. So they can. This is to give the left, the radical left, talking points. Yep. Talking points. And I'm sure they're going to leak something before Thursday. This is going to be conversated all week and then into next week because guess what? Thursday, 5 p.m., basically no one's going to care until Friday. And exactly. um, we're not going to cover this in depth Friday. Let's get real. We're going to be laughing and having fun. And then Saturday, we're having more fun. Sunday, we're chilling. So it's going to be the next week where anyone's talking about this. And so we're looking at two weeks and we're looking at perpetual craziness in the future. Um, yeah, I don't think it's going to stop. I think it's going to go all summer. It's going to be one thing after another. And so one thing I would like to, to share <clears throat> is I don't want to cover a lot of these stories that I feel are nothing more than a distraction like the Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial and a lot of these shootings. Yeah, right. Um, because one, it is a giant distraction and it's a distraction from something else that's going on that we need to be paying attention to. And I'd rather focus my attention and my energy on stuff that is actually meaningful. Um, and two, I don't want to give this any attention because I don't want to be, it, it's just an emotional roller coaster for people. And when people are emotional all the time and they're on this up and down roller coaster, it creates an environment where logical thought goes out the window. And right now we need to be focusing all of our energy and stuff on staying as focused as we can to win the battle that we're, we're heading into, um, that we're already in. So a lot of this stuff you're not going to hear, at least on morning coffee, whether Josh chooses to cover it or not, you know, that's for him to decide. But I don't want to cover a lot of this yeah. stuff. So. You know, I, I agree. And not that it's not to minimize the importance of it or that, you know, people's lives don't matter and this isn't right. tragic. But we have to protect our sanity and we don't want to sit here and read, you know what, somebody gets shot every day. We're not going to sit here and bum ourselves out and read about it and just torture ourselves and torture you. So right. uh, I, I so don't mind that. Mass shootings. There's mass shootings every day, everywhere. Mm-hmm. I've been seeing, I see it in the news. Trust me. I see it. It's, I'm not unaware of it. Um, and I'm sure none of you guys are either, but I'm not going to sit here and rehash all of it. Right. That's especially that's just, they want the, they want the arguments and the bickering and. Especially fear. since there's a lot of really important news that I do feel like is worthy of our attention. That isn't getting the attention it deserves because so much attention is drawn away from it because of these false flags and chaos that makes perfect sense let's talk about the fbi our corrupt fbi fbi goes completely rogue report finds bureau illegally spied on millions of americans of course we already knew this During Barack Obama's regime, Glenn Greenwald and a few other investigative journalists associated with him revealed through whistleblower Edward Snowden a complex, widespread, and shocking national security agency operation to literally electronically spy on virtually every American who had an electronic device. Program involved very sophisticated software tools that were classified at the highest level. With Snowden, who was a very well-paid NSA contractor at the time, felt like he had to do a civic duty and blow the whistle on the entire operation. Okay, so this was shut down, and then the FBI took it over. 
So what they did is says in total queries against U.S. citizens came out to a jaw-dropping three million three hundred ninety-four thousand fifty-three searches. <laughs> By comparison, only one million three hundred twenty-four thousand fifty such queries were made in 2020, representing around a 250 percent increase during President Joe Biden's first year in office. Wow, FBI Jim's been busy. Yes, he is. Hi, Jim. Hey, Jim. Fuck off. Fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) This is parody. Parody alert. Biden reveals his plan is to just raise gas prices until the counter spins back to zero. (laughs) Actually, okay, so they mean, you know, you've you've got two decimal places, so you could get up to 999 and nine-tenths for the price of gas. Uh, Actually, they've replaced some counters to be three decimals. Two digits. Oh, two digits, yeah. In Washington, of all places, where you're at. In a much-anticipated speech on the troubling rising gas prices, President Biden said we might as well just keep raising the prices until the price counter spins all the way back to zero. Listen, folks, it's too late to lower gas prices. No one knows how to do that said the president. So we're just going to keep raising the prices higher until all the number signs on the price board go back to zero. These signs can only go up to 999, so we're already almost there. In order to speed the process along, the administration announced plans to do exactly what they've been doing all along, as that seems to be working nicely. Before we know it, gas will be free, Jack, said Biden excitedly. Pete Buttigieg condemned the plan, however, as $0 gas would result in lower tax revenue for demolishing racist bridges oh gosh yeah it's Um, like i said some of these are actually (laughs) are i actually saw an article that said the headline was babylon b articles that have come true yeah and i was like that is scary that's how you know that you are living in wonderland and we're gonna have ten dollar (laughs) gas right (laughs) Oh, goodness gracious. It's a uh, crazy world out there. It's uh, unbelievable. It's un believable. Yep. Onward. New Biden to travel to Saudi Arabia. Earlier, Biden vowed to punish the kingdom for the brutal assassination of Jamal Khashoggi. But now he wants to rebuild relations as he seeks to lower gas prices and isolate Russia, New York Times reported. He's such a fool. Isn't that something? What an idiot. That's going to go really well. He's such a great negotiator so far. I can't wait to see him fix all the issues. What a freaking loser. Really? I'm I'm going to be surprised if anything positive for him comes out of this. They're probably going to laugh in his face. Well, not to mention the fact that most of those countries over there, I don't know about Saudi Arabia, but a lot of those com- countries over there are Muslim. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Muslim countries are typically not very kind to uh, gay pride and transgenderism. Right. And so that stuff. And so. Um, yeah, they're like, they're kind of like. The, and he's going over there during gay pride month. Come right. on. They're kind of like Ukrainians. Yes. They, um, the, that kind of lifestyle is not acceptable there. And no. what, like it or hate it, that's just the way that it is. Yeah. So um, Biden being a gay pedophile, I don't know how they're going to make any deals. Yeah. I don't either. I don't know. They're probably going to laugh at him. 
We'll see. They might try to take advantage of him. Well, that's possible, too. Listen to Kissinger. I don't know if you guys... Kid... I'm sorry. Kid... Kidsinger. 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 <laughs> you now support universal background checks, red flag laws, raising the minimum age to buy a gun, banning high-capacity magazines. How did your thinking evolve? It was great. And apparently, I've never been on live television before, but... Apparently, sometimes I don't watch the sh- I don't watch the news because I'm a kid. And because apparently you're spinning around, and apparently every time you get dizzy, so all you do is get dizzy. I'm scared half to death. I just freak out. <laughs> Thank you, kids. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> I love these voiceover ones. <laughs> the serious look on his face. That was by C3P meme. Follow them on Twitter. Heck yeah. Oh my gosh. That is awesome. Yeah, love that it. kid's adorable. <laughs> if you've seen the original video. <laughs> I don't know that I have, but <laughs> um, it's this little kid being interviewed by a newscaster, and he's just adorable. He's like five. I don't really watch the news. <laughs> <laughs> you spin around in circles, you get dizzy. It scares you half to death. RPG, thank you for donating donating ice cream to us. And uh, McDav over there with a huge donation. The fleet. McDav says, uh, gifted a fleet and says, love my morning coffee and honored to be part uh, of the Red Pill family. Keep up the great work. Smiley face. Thank you so thank much, you. McDav. We appreciate that. You rock. And thank you, RPG. We love you, too. You guys are awesome. All of our morning coffee folks are awesome. All of our yeah. Red Pill family are awesome. But Yeah, I couldn't I'm... ask to do anything else more fulfilling and fun in the morning than uh, have my morning beverages with uh, Andrea and all of you. So thank I you. I agree. And we're just getting started. We're about to have a lot more fun. It's only 9.02 oh. at my so we still have a lot of funnies, a lot of couple stories here and there, and we'll be well primed to laugh our asses off into the weekend. Heck yeah! And while staying informed, <laughs> exactly, we're a well informed group of comedians. <laughs> that's, that's a good point. So let's talk about the uh, world news here. All right, let's do it. Andrea, take it away, please. Ukrainian troops will spend weeks learning to use latest U.S. rocket system, Pentagon says. Of course they were, because, you know, you can't send weapons to a foreign country and then not train their Nazis to how to use them. Oh, my gosh. So, uh, basically, these are the HIMARS, the high-mobility artillery rocket system. So, these are, uh, for what I can understand, medium-range rockets, because that's what they said they were sending Mm. over there. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, that's what they're saying so far. Just watch. Yeah. Watch. I don't know anything about military equipment, so all I'm doing is going off of what I'm reading. So Yeah, Josh is um, definitely gonna fill us in on more of this. But yeah. my understanding is it's not gonna be difficult after this step to send them any kind of ammunition right. or rockets. Exactly. So this is part of the latest US defense package headed for Ukraine. The $700 million package also includes a thousand javelin tank busting missiles, along with 6,000 other anti-armor weapons, as well as 15,000 more rounds for the 155 millimeter artillery systems 
already being used in the embattled country. It says the Haimaras are a boon to Ukrainian troops as they fight against Russian invaders. Okay, whatever. And so um, they say that it'll take about three weeks to train them on how to use these, maintain them, um, keep them up like they're supposed to so that they're not they don't become invalid or whatever. I hope they're training them. Oh, you know what? The fucked up thing is a lot of these weapons, these javelins, these guns, these bullets, all the things, the aid, the cash, all of it. It's going who knows where. Yeah. All right. A hundred percent. I wouldn't be surprised if a javelin makes it back into the U.S. from the southern border that's completely wide open and we have terrorism in the United States with these weapons provided by the United States. Oh, imagine if that happens. Wow. Huh. Hmm. I wonder if that's going to happen. Let's see. Let's let's wait and see. Uh, And I this is a prediction like I could see that easily happening. Yeah, I can too. You know, and the thing about it is, is that a lot of this may not even make it to Ukraine. And despite what they say, honestly, the Russians may get their hands on it, confiscate it, or destroy it before it even gets there. There's no. The problem is that there's no way of tracking where the money is going, who's actually getting it, where the um, where the weaponry is going and mm-hmm. who's actually getting it right they're just sending it they're yeah. like well we're just gonna send it over there it'll get there and but let's who? yeah and that's... not to mention the fact that russia is gonna keep view- you know we keep sending stuff we keep sending money we keep sending weapons russia keeps going out there and saying stop doing this at some point it's gonna be it's like a parent with a child right you keep you tell your kid don't do that and then they do it and then you're like i said stop doing that and they keep doing it and you're like knock it off and they keep doing it at what point do you punish that child right that's where we're at in this you know um at some point russia's gonna get tired of saying stop doing that and they're gonna take action what that action looks like i don't know um well they told us uh maybe they said you know, maybe we should start attacking U.S. points outside of Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Is what they said. Well, they also said they could take out the whole East Coast with you know four Satan two missiles. So, you know, what do they have? What do they have planned? And what are they really going to do versus what are they saying? I don't know. It's not but good. at some point, they're going to do something. Like yeah. I don't see this just being like. You know, Russia just keeps brushing us under the rug. It's certainly escalating. Mm-hmm. Um, and so are the donations coming in here. Alan Godwins, thank you for the can. We appreciate that very, 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 very much. And Patriotic Pisces donated one whole ninja Skirt. Wow. Thank you so much, Summer. We appreciate it. We're going to get Hope bragging a- rights with Josh. Hope you have a wonderful weekend. Yes. Yeah, Josh is now probably going to allow us to continue to do our show. <laughs> Thanks to all of you guys, support, all of your support, um, helping us keep the lights on. It really does because uh, yeah. there's a lot of he's costs not, associated fire with us. all this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everybody. We appreciate it. Yeah. You know, Andrea, you're so right about all that. It's escalating. It's a shit show. We're just going to have to watch it. Yeah, we are. Um, let's try to get to the next funny stuff. 
Escalation. Iran seizing oil tankers in vital strategic waterway after U.S. conference states confiscates Iranian oil sailing under Russian flag. Holy moly. Is this the same story? Same tankers? Well, uh, so basically the U.S. become pirates. Yeah, elite Iranian commandos with the country's navy have begun boarding Greek tankers and seizing their cargoes along with crews. Yes, I actually saw some video of this earlier this week. Uh, this is really interesting in um, just more escalation of this war that's happening. People are pretending it's not a war. We are in World War Three, and we have been for two years ever since the China virus, a.k.a. the Ukraine virus, has ravaged the world this is the trade war part and it's not going to stay pretty. The, nope. And I, that's my guess. Well, the funny thing is, well, it's not funny. Ironic thing can, is, we can make is it funny. that anything's funny. <laughs> if you just laugh hysterically at it. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Your kitten died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You got it. You get it. <laughs> so you got Joe Biden going to Saudi Arabia. Because, you know, gas prices and stuff like that. And then you've got Joe Biden um, seizing Iranian oil tankers because they're flying under the Russian flag. And Iran says, wait a minute, you can't take that. That's our oil. And he's like, well, it's flying under the Russian flag. So we're seizing it. It's like they're literally stealing from Iran. Yeah. And we just think that nothing's going to happen. And then, so we get, they seize our oil. I thought oil. they hated oil. I thought they hated oil too, but apparently not enough to, <laughs> you know, you know, pirate it from another country. Fuck. That, you know, is already unstable and hates us. So, <laughs> hey, why good not? Moves. This is not good. And then Biden's going to go to Saudi Arabia while this shit's happening. They're going to be like, bro. This is World War Three. Get out of here. Oh right? Gosh. I know. That's, the, that's the part that I'm just like, what? There's pirates out there. And it's, yeah. They're, and they're American. Who, who thunk it? Who would have thunk it? <sighs> this isn't the first time that we've heard of um, American, America pirating other countries and stuff. Didn't they seize assets from... I don't know. This is about a month ago, I think. I can't remember exactly what it was. But there was an article that basically mm. came out and said the U.S. is nothing more than a bunch of pirates. <laughs> I don't recall. But I wouldn't doubt it. Well, they're making us look bad. Yeah, they are. I do Onto not. the funnies. Oh, we have funnies? We have uh, funnies. Oh, I, I have a broken... Oh. Uh, I think I have a... Fix. That's the epic times. You can, we can just bypass that one. It's basically Russia's... Okay. Russia is planning on... Um, doing exercises in the pacific okay this one though i like this one eight classic tried and true dad hacks so if you are a dad listening out there you will relate to these i am sure it's a lot of responsibility to be the patriarch of your household leading your family through a woke world that wants to cause them spiritual harm is a stressful job i'd say also physical harm also, sometimes your wife doesn't make that sandwich you asked for. Life is hard. Here are some classic dad hacks to live your best life now. By the way, my husband's probably going, yeah, she doesn't make me sandwiches anymore. Oh, no. How <laughs> one, dare you? <laughs> I know, right? Number one, carry no less than four pocket knives at all times. 
your family will lose faith in your ability to provide for them. If you try to open an Amazon package with your bare hands, like some kind of dumb ape. Number two. <laughs> I use like ridiculous knives. To I'm not packages. sure I can get through this without laughing. So bear with me, people. Number two. If you feed your kids enough cheese, they'll stop pooping. <laughs> it's an ancient Chinese secret. <laughs> Whenever someone says, I'm blank. Say, nice to meet you, blank. I'm dad. Here's a funny story is we actually do this. My kid comes up to us all the time, up to Tom, and he's like, he's like, I'm hungry. And Tom's like, I'm hungry. I'm dad. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Yeah. This, is, this is good. This is Number good. four. If the kids have too much energy, tell them to run laps around the house. Been there, done that. Yeah. And whatever <laughs> Whoever is the last to collapse in exhaustion wins $5. Be sure to adjust the amount you offer for inflation. If you live in California, no one's running laps for less than $348. I've been told that by my mother. <laughs> right? Number five, offer to help with chores, but do them really badly so your wife stops asking. My husband does this. Mm. This leaves you more time to focus on spiritual welfare and watch TV. <laughs> Number six, throw your dirty socks on the floor. My husband also does this too. They'll magically appear back in your drawer the next day completely clean. It's like magic. Number seven, drag your kid around the floor on a couple of Swiffer pads to keep them occupied and get the cleaning done at the same time. Your wife will be impressed by your ingenuity. And number eight, not sure how to bond with your kids Invite them to do whatever you're doing. They'll actually go for it every time. It turns out they just want you. Cool. <laughs> oh. So That's I saw that and I was like, oh my God, that is so true. I'm like, I can check every single one of these. <laughs> That's so cool. Um Don <laughs> Megan says all very logical. <laughs> They're so good at writing their articles. That is too freaking funny. Um, will you do me a favor? Will you open up Rumble chat and check it? I had to close it to save some energy on i have so much shit open i couldn't uh monitor it but over there on um foxhole sumter 53 came through with a gift of a ship holy crap thank you so much and they said stay on we, we are we're trying yeah oh that's the plan okay, so, i said trust the plan oh square that's body says that he would never do that what uh-huh throw, throw his socks on the floor probably oh or underwear. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, also, yay donated lemons. Thank you, yay. Um, and Black Jester donated ice creams. Thank you so much, Black Jester. Everybody, you guys Thank are you awesome. Let's, you are. let's keep on going. All right. This one. Oh, Should I, I send you the... I, I I have to share this one. I'm sorry. Okay. That, no, it's okay. You should go I, to the chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. Got you. Because it is just too cute, and it is a reminder that there is more to life than Ooh. all this. Photos. German photographer spots cutest baby squirrels napping on the windowsill. I'm not going to read the article, but we are going to scroll through the pictures, and it's just a really good reminder to everybody. Look at those cute little baby squirrels. Um, that, you know what, despite what's going on in the world, the fact that we can just share stuff like this 
is so important. I mean, look at how cute they are. I've never seen long-haired squirrel ears before. And, uh, you know, it's just a good reminder of how simple life is and how we can forget about the smallest stuff, you know, and the um, the love parents have for their children, regardless of species. You know, this little guy fell out of his nest and his mommy went and rescued him. So kind of like my kid fell off his bike yesterday and I had to bandage his elbow up, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's the simplest things in life. That's why I wanted to share this article so, so much because it's just, it's very touching and it's very poignant. Um, and in a world where everything is dark and chaotic and you have things like what we've been going through this week and last week with school shootings and all of this stuff. Um, we live in a pretty amazing planet um, and it's worth saving. Humanity oh, yeah. is worth saving, you know, and the fact that this guy took months, you know, to capture these photographs and share them, um, I thought was worth sharing. So anyway, I love baby squirrels. I love baby animals. That's beautiful. Yeah. I love squirrels. I had a squirrel. I rescued a squirrel that fell out of a nest um, one time and had it for like a year. And it was the tame, most tame, awesome squirrel. I would take it out, hold it, chill on my shoulder, go outside, put it on the palm trees. It would run around, would come back, always hang out with the squirrel. Um and then uh, there's a squirrel park over in, I was in California at the time. There's this park where there's a shitload of squirrels. I call it squirrel park. It's probably called something else. But there's a lady who lives right at that park, and she rehabilitated the squirrel and released it into that park uh, after I nursed it back to, or nursed it into adulthood, essentially. You know, we tr- I tried that one time. My dad was um, a logger, and occasionally he would fall a tree that's, had a nest in it. Of course, he doesn't know, right? Yeah. And my dad loved little animals. And so this one time I came home. I was in high school, I think. And I came home from school. And my dad was so excited. He's like, I've got you something. And I was like, what? And he goes, go get my shirt that's hanging on the back of the chair. And I was like, okay. So I go grab it. And he goes, there's something in the pocket for you. In his shirt pocket. And I'm like... I'm like, I'm kind of scared to put my feet in my, cause my hand, my dad was a jokester. And so, oh. <laughs> you know, I wasn't, I'm like, am I going to stick my hand in there? It's going to be full of peanut butter or something, you know? And so he goes, give me this shirt. And he grabs it and he pulls his little thing. And it was a tiny little baby flying squirrel. And he's holding this little tiny squirrel in his hand. And he goes, I fell a tree today. And he goes, it's nest was there. And he goes, this was the only one that was alive when I went and found it. And he's like, I couldn't just leave it there because it's mama was gone. He goes, so I brought it home. And funny thing was, is that we had a cat that just had kittens. Yeah. And so he's like, I bet you, he goes, that you could put that squirrel in with the rest of the kittens. And so I took one of the kittens. <laughs> I know it sounds crazy, right? So I took one of the kittens and I rubbed the kitten all over the squirrel. And I put all of the baby kittens in the living room and mama was not happy about that at all 
because her babies weren't where they were supposed to be. And I put the squirrel in with it. And she would go into the living room. She'd pick up a kid and take it back to its box. Go in, grab another kid, pick it up, take it back to its box. She went in there and she's like, you can see her like counting kittens, right? And she goes back in and she looks at the squirrel and she sniffs it. She picks that squirrel up and packs it in with the rest of her babies. No way. Not, I'm not even joking. It was the cutest thing I've ever seen in my life. Um, the squirrel did end up passing away. But um, I just, you know, that's something that I remember that was just touching, you know. So. That's really cool. Anyway, that's my story. I thought I'd share it. Squirrel stories. Share squirrel. your personal squirrel story on www.socialrectal.com. <laughs> um, we're going to get into a little bit of health, but first. Now we'll create a new virus to keep everyone healthy and safe using science. It's like magic, but with evil. First, we put on our protective suits. Then, Place the virus near the five wireless fake news media hubs. This is the least scientific thing I've ever seen. Stop attacking science. Now, it's a simple matter of enhancing the virus's fear factor. Walensky, play this Lady Gaga disc backwards. Yes, Lord Fauci. Rise from the dead in the name of Satan. Meanwhile, I'll get a spare Covatron board out of this mechanical goat. Seriously, this could not seem less scientific. working. His bullshit module's booting back up. Fauci. Bats. Deadlier. Mandates. He's still a bit Wuhan. Lockdown. New normal. Boosters. Unvaccinated or domestic terrorists. I've gained my function. I'm alive! Hey! Covitron's back! Hail science! Oh my gosh. <laughs> Talk about reality there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's by C3P meme and rum- ramble underscore rants over there on the Twitter. So, Just as an FYI, people are now sharing their squirrel and animal stories. <laughs> that's hilarious. I love it. Look what I started. <laughs> nice. This one, I love this one. I had to put this in. Study. Yay. People- this is not parody, by the way, either. People who drink coffee have lower risk of early death. I'm going to live forever. I'm just saying. Many people often start their day with breakfast and a cup of coffee or two, or if you're me, three or four. According to a study published in the journals Annals of Internal Medicine, these people may have a lower risk of early death. And it talks about coffee consumption and stuff and the fact that U.S. people drink like 517 million cups of coffee daily, which is a lot of coffee. But um, it says in the study, researchers in China have discovered that those who consume a moderate amount of coffee every day 
whether sweetened with sugar or not, had a lower risk of death over a seven-year period compared to those who didn't. So that's pretty uh, damn cool, right? I know. It says conclusions are far from definitive, but moderate moderate coffee drinking does offer benefits. No, I'll just keep Uh, drinking it to be safe then. Yeah, exactly. So (laughs) healthy ways to enjoy coffee. So it says coffee is full of essential nutrients naturally found in coffee beans. An eight ounce cup of coffee contain or 240 milliliters for our non-US Northern friends. Coffee contains vitamin B12, vitamin B5, vitamin B1, B3, manganese, manganese, potassium, magnesium, folate, and phosphorus. Um, and it gives a percentages. So there's also really would, bad fungus coffee. So make sure you get the right stuff. Like Starbucks apparently has garbage coffee. Oh yeah, don't buy Starbucks. Starbucks has. You know what I tell my kid is for. <laughs> this is terrible. I'm a terrible mother. <laughs> So the things that I want my kid to stay away from, like Starbucks and um, McDonald's, I just tell him that he's eating dead babies. I'm like, they put the dead baby. Oh my god! Oh my god! Like it's a board, it's got a board of fetal tissue in it, so don't drink it or eat it. So now, you know, if his friends ask him, "Do you want to go to McDonald's?" He's like, "I don't eat dead babies. <laughs> oh I'm a terrible god. parent. I don't know what to say." <laughs> so anyway, drinking coffee is good for you. Oh my gosh. All right, let's go move it on I'll here. <laughs> We're going to go a little bit over. Um, yeah. Man tries running to boost health, and oh no, he now has seven new injuries. According to sources, a 36-year-old man, Ryan Winkley, recently decided to start running every day to improve his physical health. But oh no, after only one day, he already had seven new injuries. Well, it looks like my running career is already over, said Winkley. Once I regain my ability to walk and run and turn my head both ways, maybe I'll resume. But for now, I need to sit back in my recliner and heal. According to witnesses, the trouble began when he started jogging down a street and stepped on a little piece of gravel in a weird way, which caused him to completely blow (laughs) blow out his knee. He then sniffed some pollen in the air, causing him to sneeze too hard and mess up his neck. Within three minutes, his back, shoulder, ankles, calves, and his left elbow were completely unusable unusable experts are warning that any attempt to go for a run after the age of 35 could result in devastating bodily trauma people in this age group are being urged to stick to the elliptical machine at the gym or maybe just settle for watching tv in a recliner at publishing time winkley sustained three additional injuries on the elliptical machine and two more in his recliner (laughs) (laughs) someone should remind josh of this or let him know warn him of this Remember the other day after the daily dose, he was like, I gotta go take my chunky butt for a walk. Oh, yeah, I did say that. (laughs) I was gonna say, somebody might want to tell him he may want to stick to walking because apparently running if you're over 35, which he is, is dangerous. (laughs) We don't need Josh hurting himself. No, (laughs) nope. (laughs) Anyway, that's hilarious. Introducing Gatorade Fit. Oh gosh, yes. This. Real hydration. Excuse me. Gatorade Fit. Healthy, real hydration. Healthy routine. All G. You know, I I commented on that yesterday and I, this is terrible and I can say this because I'm overweight. Like the only way that she would be able to get into that position is if she fell from a building. Yes, I'm terrible. And I think I said, I, I sent that to Dr. Sherwood, and I was like, get a load of this. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <and> <laughs> I don't know if you saw it or not yet, but um, I I talked some shit. I was just like, "This is sugar poison drinks. Don't believe this shit. This is absolutely absurd." Um, and then I said, "Rest in peace, neck," <laughs> because come on, <laughs> that is not right? good for your spine. Let's get real. No, I'm not. I I think I said something like CGI and full force right here. <laughs> yeah, there's no way that this is real. And if it was, come on, that's not a good way to treat your neck. And I'm no, not it's, funny it's or not at all. Fat phobic or whatever the hell people are saying. Look, I, I. Anybody who's trying to better themselves, awesome, good for you. Um, but this is like let's be realistic. Propaganda. This is total propaganda to sell poison drinks. Not to opinion. mention the fact that I'm sorry, but okay, somebody that is obviously carrying this much weight, if they do try something like that, let's let's be honest, their muscles are not going to be strong enough, and their bones are not going to be. That's a lot of pressure like you said dude, to put on bones you're gonna slip your disc dude you're gonna that you that could lead to breaking your neck honestly mm-hmm. putting stuff like this out there in my opinion is dangerous yeah we're... because if somebody actually if somebody of that size tries this dude oh i'm just that thinking about neck injuries. that's scary yeah <sighs> it's it putting stuff like that out there i get that they're trying to be you know inclusive to all shapes and sizes and we don't want to be fat phobic and i'm not anywhere near that size but i am what's considered severely overweight um by most doctors i wouldn't try that hell no i mean i yeah i think it's ridiculous that they're doing this and of course they make it about race they make it about identity and division and all this crap it's not to mention the fact that hello black eyes come on what she's gonna give herself black eyes why what happens when you turn a woman upside down things black fall eye. oh her boobs i yes. don't get it oh she's gonna smack herself in the face <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Guys, okay. I was like, "What?" Sorry. <laughs> yeah. right. My husband is probably laughing about this right now. Okay. <laughs> he probably got it. Did you hear about Pelosi's husband? I did. He was arrested for drunk driving. I, you know, what I told Tom, I was like, I kind of feel bad for the guy. Like, I don't blame him. I would be drunk if I was had been married to her too. He's like, this 80. is great. Oh yeah. They're both really old. So (laughs) Pelosi puts on her angry eyebrows after hearing husband was arrested. I love this one. I had me cracking up. Washington, D.C. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi has put on her angry eyebrows after hearing that her husband was arrested for drunk driving over the holiday weekend. Yes, I'm very angry. As you can see by my very expressive eyebrows, said Pelosi to reporters, my husband is being unfairly mistreated. He was totally fine to drive. My blood alcohol is twice the legal limit at all times, and I can drive no problem. Morning, Sunday morning. Pelosi was allegedly in Rhode Island at the time of the accident, drinking a gallon of wine when the news broke, but was unable to make an official statement until the following day due to a massive hangover. A spokesperson for Nancy Pelosi confirmed that she was ashamed and embarrassed that her husband was arrested because don't they know who I am? In addition, her spokesperson has claimed the comically angry eyebrows are a form of peaceful protest against the Napa County Police Department, which Pelosi now intends to defund. 
At publishing time, Pelosi scrubbed away her eyebrows after a miscommunication in which Rep. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez took one look at Pelosi's face and thought she intended to murder her again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which is a reference to the January 6th. <laughs> Throwback. <for those. laughs> That's awesome. I wasn't expecting that at the end. That was the- <laughs> Nancy <laughs> Pelosi. What a crazy, crazy lady. She looks oh. really, really terrible. Um, <laughs> she always looks really... Most times she looks like she has her real eyebrows and then her drawn-on ones. Have you seen how sunken in her eyes have gotten? It's crazy. Oh, she's gross. She's just gross. Crypt keeper. Yeah. All right. A couple more funny things here. Um, Joe Biden is a sock puppet. Allegedly, by the time I left office as vice president, I had spent more time with Xi Jinping than any world leader had. Because the future lies in who can in fact. So it's uh, it's a video of Xi Jinping pulling pull off, off the glove, his hands, his skin, <laughs> and Joe Biden's his puppet. Yeah, it's hilarious, you guys. Exactly. Oh yeah. my god! Mac McCat wants to know how much it costs for for a shout out. Well, John, for you, we will give do it for free. He said his uh, cat Felicity wanted a shout out. All right, thank you, Felicity, for watching our show all the time. We appreciate it. Yes. <laughs> We like kitties. Yeah, John, you're one of our biggest supporters. Come on. Yes, we love you. We'll give you a shout out anytime. As long as we see your comment, which I did. All right. This one was funny, too. (laughs) Yeah. um, A little bit of Trump action. Just what I needed now. A wino and a rhino. <laughs> I love that. They will make TV like they used to. <laughs> wino and a rhino. <laughs> I love that they're putting these together where they superimpose the face on people. I just can't get enough of these. <laughs> I know, it's awesome. Oh my gosh. Like I said, Friday is my favorite day. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of those types of shows, but I could watch shit like that all day just because I don't know. Right. That's <sighs> funny. <laughs> Wino and a rhino. Alright, I think we got one more here. I don't even remember what we have, but I we're gonna find out together. We are. Oh, it's Klaus Schwab. You're all just along oh, for the ride. Oh, Klausi. Klausi Swab. Mm-hmm. He's in front of the uh, coin. He's got his makeup on. Um, his reset. His <laughs> His anal schwab his, pocket. His anal schwabs. <laughs> He's wearing purple. And I love his... <laughs> I love that, that his pin is the happy face Hitler. <laughs> the, the gay Hitler happy face? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh my god. <laughs> Woke Economic <laughs> Forum. <laughs> it's true. He's so creepy. Oh yeah, definitely creepy. But I just thought this was funny. I'm gonna retweet it. There you go. This is by Woohoo Cat. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, interesting. Anyway. Yeah, so that is all form. we have for today. Yeah, uh, that's it, everybody. Uh, give it up for morning coffee. Wah, rah, rah. Yes! <laughs> so, uh, thank you, Andrea. This was so much fun. Oh, yes. And thank you guys for the just enormous amount of support this morning and every day. Uh, we greatly appreciate that. Certainly made my day. Um, hope you all have a great one. Andrea, do you have any last parting words for the last episode of the week of Morning Coffee, that is? We have a lot more shows to finish the week right. off. but Just enjoy your weekend. It's, you know, we're getting into that time of year where it's outside time. So get outside, breathe some fresh air, remember to laugh. Forget about the political stuff for the weekend because you know what? It'll all still be here Monday, as will mm-hmm. we. So we'll be back with Monday for more doom and gloom and chaos. And um, so, yeah, just set it all aside. You know, get fringy tonight with uh, conversations on the fringe. It's open lines. So exciting time to call for any of you who, you know, normally watch conversations on the fringe. And you're like, hmm, I'd, I wish I could ask Josh about that tonight. It's a great night for that. Heck yeah. Mm-hmm. I might call in. Um. I can't wait. We'll see what happens tonight. Josh has a nice little show in store, as you said. Tomorrow we have um, Makes You Think with myself and Jim Bob Oval Shorts. We're going to be talking about uh, actor-based reality or something like that. It's pretty interesting, so you guys check that out. And then after that, we have the Mars Chronicles. And I believe they have a very special guest this weekend again, right? Uh, I, have... I don't know who. I'm not sure who the guest is. Oh, shit. I don't know. But at least, at the very least, you guys will get David Whitehead and Joshua Reed and the Mars Chronicles, most likely with a guest. We'll see. But, you know, you guys, we all know we all love that show. So tune in. We still have uh, four more shows before Monday. Right. It's just nonstop. I know. So, everybody, Maybe thank through. you. Thank you for your continuous support. Andrea, thank you for helping me out with this and uh, going along on this ride with us all. Definitely. Uh, Everybody, have a great day. If you find the funny stuff, share it on the app and tag us, please. Yes, definitely. We we just save it for Fridays. So So we can all laugh together on Fridays uh, when it finally gets here. Uh, So anyway, you guys, thank you so much once again. We appreciate it. We'll see you all soon. Take care. Make sure the coffee's good. Thank you for joining us once again. We'll see you soon. Goodbye. Bye, guys.